0: broadcasting live from the business radio x studios in atlanta georgia it's time for midtown business radio
1: Good afternoon, everyone. It's C.W. Hall, your host here on Midtown Business Radio. Thanks for making us a part of your afternoon again today. We're happy to have in studio with us a couple of folks that are going to be able to help our business-to-business listeners out there work on their business, uh, improving it in a number of areas. So we'll jump right into it and introduce our guests here. We've got Karen Brashad from the Small Business Advisor out of Roswell. Thanks for coming on and taking time out of your day today.
2: Thank you for having
1: me. And then we have Jeff Smith of Action Coach in Atlanta, and uh, they're a service that also provides ongoing consulting and uh, executive coaching for small to mid-sized businesses of a variety of verticals that can uh, help them be able to be more efficient and get uh, a little bit more aggressive with regards to goals and things like that that can be a little more effective in conducting their business. So we'll be able to hear a little bit about what they do. So thanks a lot for taking time out of your afternoon as well. Thank you for having us here. So, Karen, we'll start with the Small Business Advisor. Take me through you know, your company and kind of how it got its genesis. We'll start back in the old days, and then we'll get into who you can help.
2: Well, the old days basically is I've had hands-on experience in owning and operating small businesses, and at a certain point, I decided that uh, small businesses needed a lot of help in certain areas, and it was usually the financial area. Mm-hmm. And as a certified pro advisor for QuickBooks, that was something I felt needed to come to the table for small businesses.
1: And so, you know, QuickBooks being the, you know, Mm -hmm. the finance management side of things, kind of the banking and paying bills and kind of keeping track of all of that. But even though, you know, it, it seems like that kind of is straightforward and can help you, you know, we were talking a little before the show started about how even with something like that as a tool for your business, it's easy to kind of let things go and, and not necessarily keep up with it. So it's great to have somebody who has experience both in how that application works and then also being able to keep people on track and on schedule with their business finance. Because, you know, like you talked about, pretty soon it's, I'll do it tomorrow, I've got this thing to do today, and now it's next week or, you know, a month from now and you're behind.
2: Yes, typically a business owner will get very involved in working with their clients And getting the business and getting the job done or whatever the uh, product or services that they provide, the issue usually becomes the administrative type uh, situations where they put that on the side and they say, well, I can do that after business hours or I can do that Saturday or, or Sunday. And they end up either not getting it done or getting so far behind that they no longer have financial information to allow them to make good business decisions.
1: I see, so you, from what I understand, when someone is new to QuickBooks, you can actually come in, help them kind of go through the process of getting things set up. And um, in terms of how they, you know, established kind of their data management side of that uh, process, you can help with that and start them on the right course from the get-go rather than, uh, you know, trying to start it on their own and then find out, oh, this is maybe not as easy as I thought it was.
2: Yeah, it's the challenge is getting it set up appropriately. QuickBooks is driven not only by date, but it's driven, and all financial programs are driven by their chart of accounts. And if the chart of accounts is not set up appropriately and tied to the right type of account, your reports will be all skewed and you won't have your appropriate information. So that's critical. And if someone's trying to set QuickBooks up and they don't understand that part of bookkeeping and accounting, they're probably not going to attach it to the right type of account.
1: Right. Uh, You know, and I'm sure that in some measure it's they try to be very, very intuitive with these types of software as a service type applications, but not everybody is a, you know, a techie. So, you know, they may be able to run their business really well, or, you know, have a service that they provide great, but to, to sit down in front of the computer and actually start messing with the the financial underpinnings of their business is probably some risky things to, uh, to try to handle on their own when they have access to folks like you. So, um, you know, there are some other things that you help them with in terms of you know tracking income and expenses and things like that that can kind of play a role in how their tax picture looks. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how you kind of start tying your expertise into that to keep them on track?
2: Well, part of what we do is get a full, strong understanding of what their business is and what are they looking to get as far as information out of their accounting and bookkeeping So, for instance, in the real estate investment arena, which I have a heavy market share in, we will set up what's called classes, and we can define the class by the property, individual property. And so they can run a profit and loss statement by 123 Oak Street, not just the whole business, and be able to see is that particular property a property that is making money, or is it losing money, and that allows them to make a decision that maybe that property was making money at one time, but it's not now. It's time to sell it.
1: Well, I'm sure that, it was particularly in the investment sector, that's one of the things you're going to want to be able to do, is, is really have an eye on how a particular piece of a of a portfolio is performing so it's nice to know that they have that kind of option do you find as you engage with your clients in these you know uh, like real estate investment spaces and others that you work with you know what do you encounter in terms of how they track their financial situations i mean obviously quickbooks is part of what you do but i'm sure there's a number of things that you find that that they go through to try to keep track of the financial side of their business you can help them with
2: Well very often when I start out with a client they haven't been tracking as well as they should and they're not using this type of a tool. Um, Might be an Excel spreadsheet but it doesn't allow them to really hone down on certain types of information that they really want to have. The challenge becomes getting them to move from that spreadsheet that they think is working well for them into an actual bookkeeping software and QuickBooks is very visual so it allows a little more comfort level for them to be able to get in there and type a check, make an invoice, do different things once it's been set up.
1: So if I'm a business person sitting out there, I'm a lay person as it relates to fi- matters finance, uh, corporate finance. So um, and my question comes from a position of, of lack of knowledge. But, you know, say Bank of America, I'm a Bank of America customer. Um, I have online banking through Bank of America. Where am I getting off track if I think oh, I've got online banking, I can pay my bills with that. Where do I get greater benefit from utilizing a tool, say QuickBooks or others that you might be able to recommend for somebody, where is it, you know, where's the value in in saying, you know, not just resting on the fact that, oh, I can log into my online banking and I'm good to go?
2: Well, the QuickBooks allows us to customize reports and allows us to have tools that are in QuickBooks to be able to garner not only current information. Uh, You can go to your bank and you can see that you wrote XYZ checks and you have X amount of dollars in there, it's not going to show you things that haven't cleared the bank yet if uh, you're only looking from that aspect. The other tools that we do use in the QuickBooks uh, are tools that are set up to track leads that are in there. There's a lot of little hidden things in QuickBooks, not just from the accounting part. So if you decided you wanted to work with me um, but you're not quite ready yet and you give me your information, you say contact me in two or three months, I can put you in as a lead but not take up my customer area with it and then once you say I'm ready to go, with a click of a button, I can convert you to a client.
1: So you actually have a little bit of CRM type capability built into QuickBooks? Yes, there is. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I mean, I was under the you know, misapprehension that it was just, you know, basically finance. So it's kind of great information to know. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize they could do that. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, that would obviously prove is there is some value in having a tool like that, that, you know, there may be a bit of a, I guess, QuickBooks is kind of like, would we consider software as a service? You're kind of paying a subscription, if you will, to utilize the service on an ongoing basis. Is that typically how it works for Folks using the application?
2: It depends on what version of QuickBooks they're using. If they're using the online version, yes, it's subscription-based. I see. It doesn't do everything the desktop version does. So it depends upon the needs of the client as to what they need to have available to them. And um, in some areas, my company, we're circumventing some of that because we need to be in the QuickBooks with the client and be able to do certain things the online version doesn't do. I see. And we're setting up a server for our clients that have to get in there and do estimates and do invoicing and things like that while they're out in the field. So once that's a go, then a lot of our clients will be able to have that access and we'll still have access to to actually do off-site data entry.
1: Gotcha. We, we've been talking with Karen Brashad of the small business advisor out of Roswell, Georgia, uh, learning about how they're able to help a small to mid-sized business better manage their financial situation, particularly through the use of tools uh, like QuickBook. They are certified in uh, in the application. Um, it sounds like they're you know it's relatively easy to get it started, but uh, much more easy if they come to link up with a consultant like yourself to kind of go through that process.
2: Yes, they um, they won't know all the little ins and outs of the program and the updates um, so they may not catch on to the lead factor that's in there or some other little things that could make their life easier to do you know their accounting. Sometimes they reach a point where they they can't handle, fitting that into what they need to do on a daily basis and they need the information on some type of a routine area, that's when we come in and we take over doing the data entry.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you're sitting down with a customer that you know has identified, I've been keeping my books on Excel <laughs> and I'm trying to do something a little bit better, maybe we could be more efficient. Are there particular questions or, or things that you want to look at that would kind of make it make sense to do either the, you know, that subscription type tool or one that would be, I guess, probably software that you would purchase and actually install on your machine, I assume, is the other version.
2: Yeah, that's the desktop. So,
1: you know, how do you determine kind of what the best way to go is?
2: It's usually in the interview stage when I'm talking with them about their Mm -hmm. business, how their business functions. um, Are they out in the field more than in the office Are they going to want to do the data entry? Do they want us to do the data entry? Do they want to hire somebody full time uh, and have a staff person? In which case, maybe we need to train them because we also offer training. And so it, it makes a difference as to going through that interview process as to discovering where their needs are and what type of application they need to have. I
1: would assume that once they have that uh, the, the application that's hard installed, it's not the, the subscription online service, that gives you some ability to log in remotely, and that way if you do identify that maybe something was miskeyed somewhere along the way or put in the wrong kind of location per se, that you're able to do that remotely and make it a little more easy to fix issues when you find them.
2: Yes, we set up a, a specific way for us to access their files remotely and be able to go in and either address their problems while they're on the phone with us or be able to just take it over and go in and fix and clean up whatever the issue was that is not giving them the right information.
1: How often do you find a, a company that's been using the, the service, for QuickBooks, for their financial management, but, you know, they're having some trouble and that you're coming in and you're able to kind of line it out for them? Is that... You know, just about as common as you see someone that's just trying to find something new to manage, and now they come to you?
2: Yes. I very frequently go in and find that, uh, yes, they've been using QuickBooks, but maybe they're only using it for invoicing. Maybe they're only using it to pay bills. Uh, They're not tying everything together in there so they can see the big picture.
1: Do you have, you know, Can you, does that make you think of a story or two that, you know, uh, you know, not necessarily naming companies, but somebody had been having trouble and they've been, you know, ah, I use QuickBooks, but we're really, mm, we're not all that thrilled with it. It's, you know, but then you come in, you kind of show them some of the ways that they can change how they're using the application. And then they come away going, gosh, I had no idea that it could do this for me.
2: Well, usually... Um The situation that I run into mostly is they're only using part of the program, Mm -hmm. and they're saying, well, you know, I, I don't understand what QuickBooks is supposed to be giving me when I try to run reports. It doesn't tell me everything. That's usually the circumstance. And I will go in and then show them the different things that can be done. Lots of times I might be in a training situation Starting to show them from beginning to end exactly what it takes to get a full month's work into QuickBooks, and they'll turn around and say, "You know what? This is too much like work. I want you to do it."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about that, you know, particular piece. When when a when a firm comes to you to link up for your services, is it more of a project kind of relationship? You come in, you kind of get them started, and then you're there you know as needed or is it more of a you know kind of an ongoing relationship you become kind of a semi part of their team on an ongoing basis almost you know not to compare you to the to the online version of quickbooks but you have a relationship where you're kind of touching them on a regular basis looking in to make sure things are flowing well you know how does it flow once i engage you
2: It depends. Um, Sometimes we start off with they're small and they're doing the books themselves and we provide an overseeing situation to make sure they stay on track. Then sometimes their business grows enough and then we'll take over doing the books. Usually, uh, if I start out just with training and overseeing, the overseeing part will last for a year or so And uh, once they're okay, you know, they can pretty much stay on their own unless they have questions, which I always make us available to answer questions either through email or phone calls if need be. We uh, also um, will provide uh, supervision for however long that they're comfortable that they feel they need that. The business then may grow to the point where they decide they need a part-time bookkeeper and then we sit down and discuss, do they want to hire somebody that they need to put on payroll or do they want to outsource it? To us,
1: we've been talking with Karen Bershad of the Small Business Advisor, learning about how they can help you with uh, financial management, particularly using QuickBooks as a tool. Um, before we, you know, bring on our, our next guest here, who you're kind enough to introduce us to here as part of the show today. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some reasons why you could recommend small business advisor as the resource to help your business so talk about why why small business advisor over the other options that may be out there that could help somebody with you know their financial management and QuickBooks efforts.
2: Well we've been around for quite a while and we have over 30 years experience hands-on owning and operating other businesses besides this one. We also customize everything we do with the client in mind we get to the point where we understand their business and what their business is about and be able to get into the business to be able to provide those reports and that information or training, whatever they need at whatever level they're at. So we don't come in and say, hey, we're here, we're gonna do this and then walk away and that's the end basically make the sale and walk away they don't hear from us we're still available we're still there to help them and it's not a situation where um, it's a one-time deal Mm -hmm. you know we want that ongoing client and Jeff is one of those we go to him on a quarterly basis and handle his work for him and for the action coach in Atlanta and we uh, enjoy our wonderful relationship there
1: well tell take me into that we'll, we'll kind of transition we'll you know bring you know jeff into our conversation here um you know obviously being one of the folks of action coach atlanta what you know what you know how did that come to bat your past you you know you you, you engaged you as a as a consultant for QuickBooks Management, Financial Services Management. Um, but uh, you, you, you utilized uh, the coaching services from Action Coach. Can you talk about how that's kind of applied to your business, where it might have brought, you know, your business along, you know, from where it was before you got involved with Action Coach?
2: Well, Jeff and I knew each other from, I think, a leads group that we were both in. And that's how we met. And we talked on and off about different things that we were doing. And at a certain point, he decided to engage us to do his books. Uh, Right about the same time, I think it was, that um, I decided that I also needed to step up my game. And one of the areas that I felt I needed help with was... uh, Somebody to hold my feet to the fire <laughs> and be able to hold me accountable. And that is one of the areas that a lot of small business owners struggle with to be able to be accountable to somebody because they're sitting in the top chair and they need, they don't have anybody to have, say, hey, did you get this done? And that's one of the times when the bookkeeping is a thing that didn't get done. Uh-huh. So, um, that was something that we uh, set up for me to be able to work with one of the coaches, which um, I'm very happy with doing that. My business has grown tremendously. But also, uh, they offer a wide variety of services, and depending upon how the um, client, their client wants to engage, I belong to what's called their growth club, which is a quarterly... Um, Day long class, so to speak, and it helps you plan out your next quarter and what you're going to do <clears throat> and what your goals will be for that quarter. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> well, I'm sure that you know just that piece right there is one that's that's very easy for folks to put aside. They got plenty of things to do. They got to you know got to take orders, got to fill orders, got to try to get to the books, forming a plan for the next few weeks or months i'm sure is you know something that's challenging and yet you know uh, as i'm sure jeff will talk a little bit more about it's one of those things that if you do it then just like you described you can actually start to see yourself really gain some traction and growth that you didn't have before you started doing those things so can you you know jump in and kind of start you know take us from there jeff you know how does how does action coach and the coaching that for the you know small to mid-sized business owner you know do its magic
0: Well, first of all, Action Coach Atlanta is a firm of business and executive coaches that believes that every business in Atlanta can achieve its full potential through business education and, as Karen mentioned, accountability. Those are the two keys, business education and accountability. A lot of people don't know what to do or how to do it. More importantly, what to do next or how to do it. And then if they get that far, do they actually do it? And one of the things most of us are not terribly good at Uh, is holding ourselves accountable, and that's, as Karen mentioned, one of the things we do with our clients is hold them accountable. We give them the education, the tools, and the knowledge to be able to build their business and work constructively with it, a plan and a timeline to be able to work with it, and then the accountability to make sure it actually gets done.
1: So it's almost like a dynamic, you know, work-in-progress business plan that kind of keeps going and you keep writing almost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you kind of give an idea of some of the typical kind of areas of focus when you talk about the, the you know, business education offerings? Are there some areas that you know, tend to kind of really have um, high value of importance for the small or mid-sized business owner?
0: One of the things that's great about small and medium-sized business owners is they're typically extremely good at what they do. Whether they're in the haircutting business and they open a hair salon, they're the best hair cutter around or the best stylist around. But all of a sudden they start finding out there's this QuickBooks thing and the revenue and the taxes and the payroll and all the other things and recruiting the right team and hiring the right people and managing the business and taking care of the lease and all the other things that go on in a business that they really didn't have any clue for. So they're really good at what they do, but most people have never really learned how to run a business. And there's no real secret to running a business. For the most part, it's just a lot of knowledge that people haven't been exposed to. Quite frankly, I didn't learn it in law school. I didn't learn it in business school. I didn't learn it in 30 years in corporate America. Uh, But Action Coach teaches a specific methodology of building a business and taking people through the process of building a business that can actually work without them. And that's one of the keys. If people want to have a job and be very profitable in their job, we can help them do that. But where we really spend our time is with people who really want to build a business, and a business is something that lasts longer than the individual mm-hmm. uh, and will survive them. And so we define a business as a commercial profitable enterprise that works without you. And that's the key. And, and so many times we find business owners that are working 70, 80, 90, 105 hours a week in the business. Right. But without them, their business is nothing. Yep. And it's actually uh, one of the first clients I had when I first started with Action Coach. I uh, was in the printing business. He was working 85 hours a week, really struggling in the business. And one of the first things we did was a time study to find out where that 85 hours a week was going to. And it was set out to run over two weeks. At the end of the first week, he discovered that he was spending 11 hours a week doing QuickBooks on his own and running all the all the invoices and the payroll and the expenses and all the things that had to go on in the business and processing all that in a retail uh, printing operation at night. And one of the things he very quickly realized is he could outsource the bookkeeping to somebody like Karen and be much better at it at a much lower cost than doing it himself. And when we converted his time from spending 11 hours a week in QuickBooks into more sales and marketing time and time working on his business in four months uh... he increased his profitability by eighty percent increased the number of bookings by eighty two percent and decreased his time in the business from eighty five hours a week down to less than (laughs) thirty
1: well that's a pretty good story. story that would illustrate the fact that you know that some of these types of consulting and coaching services, they do cost money. We know that they're they're a spend. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy about our, our medium here is getting to meet businesses that serve the business industry with a solution or a product that when they do spend on it, that their business moves forward. Just like you described there. That's a perfect example. Uh, what we're trying to do is to help folks get familiar with services that are available right here in town that they can link up with and make their business go boom you know and and so that's that's a great thing just to you know as one of the facets i'm sure there was many others but uh, one of the facets is just being what are you doing with your time it would it would seem like i'm i'm doing everything i need to be doing and i'm very focused
0: one of the first questions i ask business owners is how much is your time worth And if they say it's worth $75 an hour or $100 an hour or $200 an hour or whatever it may be, you say, well, how much time are you spending doing administrative work? How much time are you spending doing bookkeeping work? And that should be outsourced so that you can spend your time focused on the things that really generate the revenue at the level you should be earning at. And the other things should be outsourced. So it's a great opportunity whether they do that through an employee in the business or whether they do it through an outsource team it really doesn't matter but people should focus on focus their work on the things that they do the best that has the highest income yield to them and not be spending their time on lesser lesser jobs
1: as far as verticals or types of businesses size of businesses who needs action coach
0: well virtually every business needs action coach Uh, tiger woods said the reason i need a coach is i can't see my own swing and uh... When you look at at the the ex-CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, he said, the reason I have a business coach, and as CEO at Google, he had a business coach, and the reason he had a business coach, he said, is because most of us are not terribly good at seeing ourselves the way other people see us and having the accountability to do it. So we generally don't work with brand new startups, although we do work with some, but generally we work with businesses that have been in business for a couple of years, Uh, and have understood what some of the problems are in growing their business, and really are anxious to learn the methodology to be able to build a successful business and put that together. So businesses that want to succeed, businesses that want to build beyond themselves. Again, we do work with some people that just want a more profitable job, but really our keen interest is in building businesses. And one of the ways we measure ourselves at Action Coach Atlanta is by how many jobs we help create in Atlanta for the businesses we work with. And our goal is to create over 5,000 jobs yeah. in metro Atlanta. I thought
1: that was pretty interesting. I saw that on the website that you're underway on that goal. That's, that's going to be a pretty cool impact by that you know, the time you hit that.
0: So when we work with small businesses and they hire more people and they're more successful and the businesses are growing and they're creating jobs in Atlanta, that's one of our measures of success. And that's one of the ways we track ourselves.
1: Yeah, and you've already helped add a number of jobs on that on the trek for that 5,000. So that's pretty impressive.
0: We've got a ways to go. There's a lot of businesses in Atlanta we look forward to working with and uh, that we enjoy working with. When you talk about verticals, uh, the interesting thing to me, uh, I'm a lawyer by background. And I thought when I would start working, I work with some lawyers. I do work with lawyers. But it was six years before I had my first uh, lawyer as a business client. And there was a reason for that. Uh, I worked with a number of other businesses and learned a lot of businesses. It's hard for me to imagine, uh, think of a business that we haven't worked with. We work with professional services, uh, doctors and dentists and lawyers. We work with the trades, plumbers and electricians and general contractors. We work with retail operations, wholesale operations. Uh, We've worked with funeral homes, we've worked with wedding designers and graphic designers, so whether it's personal service, whether it's retail, wholesale, professional services, it's, it's hard to imagine a business we haven't worked with. And yet, while each of those businesses is very different, fundamentally they're all the same. Right. Fundamentally we all want more revenue, we all want more clients, and we all want more profit. How you go about doing that and what the methodologies for doing that are are a little different by business and yet the process of putting that together and make sure it all hangs together and works well together is virtually the same for all businesses.
1: So if I'm a business owner and I've decided, you know, I I I want more than a job that pays okay or at least a job that I'm the boss of. Um, you know, which I know probably motivates a lot of folks to go into business for themselves. I know I'm one of those people. Um, how does it work? When I when I link up with Action Coach of Atlanta. Uh, Can you kind of take me through what what the process is like in terms of kind of, you know, you mentioned the fact that it's not automatic necessarily that uh, you'll accept me as a client. So you're going to take a look at me there. But uh, once we do decide that, yes, it is a fit, can you kind of take me through what's that life cycle like?
0: One of the advantages of building Action Coach Atlanta as a firm of business coaches was that we were able to offer a a variety of programs and services that, as an individual coach, which I was for the first three years, I couldn't do on my own. So we've been able to offer a a product line from group programs, which are obviously less expensive, uh, and suit smaller businesses and startup businesses well down to individual programs or individual programs along with team members where we'll do training of the full senior team Uh, we'll do workshops and seminars specifically for that client so depending upon the size of the business first thing we will do with any client is we have an initial consultation which is no charge Uh, we'll send out a business questionnaire we'll get information about the business where they are where they're trying to go what they're struggling with what their issues are what's holding them back and then we'll do about an hour to two-hour initial consultation with them to figure out how we might be able to help them and if what we do can help them at all. If we determine there's a good fit between what we do and where they want to go, then we would look at which program would be appropriate for them depending upon the size of the business and how quickly they want to get there. That, that program could run from a couple of hundred dollars a month up to a couple of thousand dollars a month just depending upon the size of the business and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and,
1: and that just kind of goes to show you, you know, the. I mean, I think that it's less than what I anticipated, something like that being, um, you know, so from a from a outlay, um, it's fairly marginal, particularly, you know, f- when you talk about the fact that if we go through the, the type of efforts that you described, um, and for the lion's share of the clients that come through and do the things that you're recommending that they actually start to see top line and bottom line growth i mean that that's one of those things that uh, makes spending a little money to, to make yourself be a little more efficient a little sharper about what you're doing make all that much more sense we've been talking with jeff smith of action coach atlanta do you find that there's a kind of a Uh, core group of issues that you tend to run into or key areas of focus that tend to be kind of common across the clients that come and, and, you know, engage you for your coaching services that you tend to help people improve on?
0: In general, there's literally hundreds of issues that people come up with. But when you really boil them down, there's really three key areas that most businesses struggle with one or all of them. One is time. How do I manage my time? And obviously you can't manage your time, you can only manage yourself. How do I set a plan? How do I focus on the right things at the right time? How can I become more efficient at what I do? So time management uh, is a key issue for an awful lot of business owners. And for a lot of people, it's reducing that 90 hours a week down to 30 or something much more manageable that that they can live with and still having a more productive, positive business. Second area is team. Uh, quite often as as you get from going from an individual sole practitioner uh... into adding people into the business even if it's on an outsourced team like working with karen as we do uh... when you start managing a team there are some different issues that come into the business how do you hire the right people how do you bring the right people on board how do you keep them motivated how do you manage that group how are you all going in the same direction and in today's marketplace uh, Three years ago, one of the key issues was helping people find a job. Now it's helping businesses find the right employees. Almost most of the businesses we work with right now are growing rapidly, and their biggest number one challenge is finding the right people into the business. So people shortage right now is a a key issue for a lot of businesses. And the last area uh, is money. And even with time and people, behind that, the real issue is money they want to make more money they want to be more profitable they want to grow faster they're trying to manage particularly in these times where businesses are growing rapidly having the cash to grow rapidly and manage the cash uh... quite often there's a cash gap between the time you have to pay your employees and send the crews out and do the job and paint the house and do all that and the time you actually get paid and the faster you grow the longer that cash gap is and the more cash you need and a lot of successful businesses that are growing rapidly go bankrupt because they haven't managed their cash well so behind any issue that business owners are talking about is the issue of money and they want to make sure that it's profitable and one of the things we focus on is really making sure that business coaching is an investment and an investment you expect a return we're not an expense. Yeah. We should be generating a return greater than the cost of our services. And in fact, in our one-to-one coaching, we actually offer a guarantee that after 17 weeks, if we haven't increased your bottom line by more than our coaching services, we'll coach you for free until we do. Wow.
1: That's impressive. You know, it's, it's interesting. We, one of the things that we do here with our medium, uh, you know, our, our shows are, are not you know, they're, they're sponsored by a particular entity that has an interest in serving their particular niche. And, you know, we're very good at putting companies together with, you know, the people that they need to meet to help their business grow and, and establish themselves as thought leaders. And we're extremely good at it. And we're one of the few folks that will Prove it. So it's always nice to, you know, hear a company that comes in that has some sort of a, you know, either a consulting type business or a business where you're going to have to invest to get the services that, you know, get access to that and, and to have a company stand behind it like that. That's pretty powerful. I mean, that goes to show you that if somebody does link up with you, if they're a business that it makes make you know sense to have uh, you know, your, your business or executive coaching on board that the company is saying, hey, we know we're going to help you so well that uh, if it doesn't prove true then we'll, we'll get you there one way or the other. That's, that's pretty strong.
0: Well, as Jim Rohn said, investing in yourself, in knowledge and education, creates a three times greater return than any other form of investment. And that's really true. Uh, Darren Hardy, the publisher of Success Magazine, has a 10% formula. It's a pretty steep formula. But he said invest 10% of your income in your own education and personal development. And he's done that from the very beginning. Uh, he continues to do that. And really, if business owners want to learn how to run a business, learn how to develop themselves and grow, they have to do something different than they've been doing before. Whether you get that through seminars and books and tapes and uh, CDs, however you get it, you need to continue to educate yourself and develop in a rapidly changing world.
1: So if my listener is one of those that kind of falls into that still kind of too small for it to make sense just yet? What's your best advice there to kind of get them over the hump to where it makes sense to then say, hey, Action Coach, come help me?
0: Well, my smallest client had gross revenues last year of $30,000. So I don't believe there's a (laughs) business that's too small. Uh, In fact, we had one business that was a pure startup. Uh, He came out. He said he had a couple of thousand dollars that he had set aside to start the business. A part of that, he wanted to get business education and knowledge to know how to start the business appropriately. And he set aside a certain dollar amount. And he said, I can only work with you for this period of time, but I really need to learn how to do it. So I don't believe there's a business that's too small, nor do I believe there's a business too large.
1: Well, on top of your, you know, your relationships that you have with, you know, through your action coach, do you do things where you're doing either public speaking or you're getting involved with, you know, particular conferences or events where you're, you know, sharing information?
0: We hold a number of uh, public seminars uh, that we don't charge for, lunch and learns, those kinds of things. I love speaking in front of any group. As a former trial lawyer, give give a lawyer (laughs) a a microphone and we're a dangerous animal. Uh, So I love speaking in front of any group, uh, whether it's associations or business associations. I'm actually speaking in front of the Paulding County Bar Association on Thursday of this week. Any kind of a speaking engagement where we can get in front of people and talk about things that are of interest to them and how they can develop themselves in their business, love public speaking opportunities.
1: I would imagine that every once in a while you're having people say, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good in business. I could you know, be one of your coaches. Does that happen very often for you?
0: There are a number of people who consider themselves coaches. Uh, Quite often when you go to networking events, five people hand you their card and say I'm a business coach. You say, what does that really mean? (laughs) And they say, well, I'm sort of between jobs and I've got a lot of education. Uh, As did I when I came out of uh, corporate America after the years of being general counsel and head of human resources for a lot of public companies and buying and selling over 100 companies. But when I went into Action Coach, we're certified business and executive coaches. Uh, And it was a six-month intensive training process and it's ongoing training every single month, every single week and multiple days a year. So being certified in business coaching and really understanding the methodology and the strategies and the tactics that it takes to build a business and hold people accountable and help them is very different than just offering free advice.
1: I understand. So if I'm one of those folks that kind of has an interest in maybe being involved because I mean there's a lot of Uh, you know, tech startups, there's all kinds of incubators and things around here. So I know there's a lot of people in the community that kind of have an interest in helping be a part of helping uh, businesses of different types take off. Um, Do they need to commit to I mean, it's if I'm action coach, I'm action coach all the time? Or is it something that I can be an executive for, you know, particular business or businesses, but then also contribute time and energy to the action coach efforts?
0: Action Coaches are full-time with Action Coach. Okay. Uh, we use a number of different methodologies and a lot of other people's work, but uh, we're full-time at Action Coach. Uh, businesses that work with us, uh, we don't sign people to long-term contracts. In fact, we don't sign people to contracts other than month-to-month. Uh, my belief is if it's not working for you and you're not seeing the results that you want, when it stops being valuable, you stop doing it. If it's not working for you, it's not working for me. The only reason we're successful is when our clients are successful. And if we can keep our clients being successful, they'll keep using us as business coaches. So we've had clients anywhere from a few months to our longest client right now is just over nine years.
1: Uh, well, they, well, obviously, you're doing something well for them because, you know, that's that's a long period of time to be investing in somebody to help them advance their business. And, you know, I think it's pretty exciting to see how committed you are to proving that, that your service works. I think that that's uh, an element that makes it something that, you know, should kind of take all the doubt away from, well, should I try this or not? Um how do I get involved with Action Coach in, in terms of linked up? Can you talk about where we can find you online and social media and all of that so that folks can get tied in?
0: ActionCoachAtlanta.com is the place to go. There's a contact us form. We'll be happy to set up an initial no-cost uh, consultation with business owners and uh, love talking with business owners about what they're doing and what their challenges are and uh, how they might be able to overcome those challenges.
1: Social media as well?
0: Social media. We're on Facebook. Uh, there's a Action Coach Atlanta Facebook page. Uh, it's Action Coach ATL on Twitter. Uh, so you'll find us on a LinkedIn page as well. But uh, the easiest place to find us is on our website, ActionCoachAtlanta.com.
1: We'll make sure that we get tied in with you through social media as well. Do you, you know? We talked about uh, your your website there, Karen. Can you make sure that everybody has the website one more time, and maybe social media if you have it?
2: Yes, it's completely spelled out: SmallBusinessAdvisor.biz. B-I-Z. Okay and at the bottom of our face our front page is our links to our twitter page and linkedin
1: great so. We'll make sure that we tie into you know all of our guests, yours included, of course, to make sure that uh, our listeners that uh, are following the uh, Midtown Business Show at Midtown BRX on Twitter and Facebook can also kind of get access to your ongoing information that you share through social media. Any events coming up that you all want to throw out there for the listener that uh, that they may didn't need to know about? Okay, well great. Well, I want to say because you know everybody that comes on our show is is an executive that has a job to do that's got a very busy office that they're operating so thank you both for taking time out of your day to day to come down and share some information about what you're doing and um, you know again be sure to link in with us on facebook and twitter to follow our guests and get to know them a little bit better make sure you link up with action coach grow your business if you're trying to get your finances in line link up with karen brishad the small business advisor to get that taken care of thanks again we'll uh see you all at the same time same place next week see you then